Hello, and welcome into the 60 Feet 6 Inches LSU pod. Thank you for joining me. For the Hattiesburg Regional, I decided to release several episodes of the podcast. So, I have a single podcast devoted to each of the three teams that LSU could possibly face, that being Army, Kennesaw State, and Southern Miss. These single-team episodes will be released in podcast form only. But, if you want all the info at once, you want to make sure and tune in to the Regional Extravaganza pod where I break down all the teams in one massive podcast, plus a few surprises at the end, including my regional prediction. So, in this podcast episode, I will be breaking down the three seed, the Kennesaw State Owls. So thank you for tuning in. If you are listening in on audio for the first time, the 60 Feet 6 Inches LSU pod is available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other audio platforms. If you want to go back and check out some previous videos, you can find those on the 60 Feet 6 Inches LSU pod YouTube channel. Please make sure to subscribe to the channel, hit that like button, comment, and hit the notifications bell as well. On Twitter, the account is at 60FT6INLSU. <clears throat> Excuse me, LSU pod. Make sure to follow, set your notifications, and interact with me as well. As always, thank you for the likes, the retweets, the comments, and the support. It is greatly appreciated. So let's get into it. The three seed, the Kennesaw State Owls. They come into the Hattiesburg Regional at 35-26 and 26 on the year. They won the Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament to get into the NCAA Regionals. They finished the Atlantic Sun 19-11 in conference play this year. Their strength of schedule ended the year up as a 29. So some notable teams that they played. They split with Georgia Tech on the year. They went 0-2 versus University of Georgia. They went 0-1 versus Auburn. They went 1-2 and two versus Georgia Southern, who is hosting a regional. And they went 3-2 and two versus Liberty on the year. And Liberty is in their conference. That's who they beat in the um, A-Sun Tournament Championship game. And Liberty is also in a regional this year as well. And if you don't know, Kennesaw State is right outside of Atlanta, kind of north uh, northwest of Atlanta. So a massive commuter school. They are um, FCS in football, if you're wondering about their football team as well. So, Kennesaw State, they have a team batting average of 301, which is very impressive. They have 121 doubles, 67 home runs. They are 49 for 64 on stolen bases for the year, so they don't run a ton. And they have a team fielding percentage of 967. They also have a team ERA of 6.08, so on the very high side. They are ninth in the country in hits. They have 641 hits on the year as a team. That is massive. That is very impressive. They are 33rd in the country in team batting average at 301. So they're actually right there tied with Army. They are 34th in the country in doubles. As I mentioned, they hit 121 doubles on the year. So as you can tell right from the team stats, this team can absolutely swing it. And on the flip side, their pitchers are um, they're not great. You know, with a team ERA of 6.08. So they seem to get in a lot of slugfest. So let's highlight some top hitters for the Owls. And it starts and ends with this guy. Very similar to Vanderbilt in terms of how Vanderbilt got things going with Enrique Bradfield Jr. After going over some of the stats and reading this guy's accolades, which I will get into later, Josh Hatcher for Kennesaw State is an absolute dude. He is somebody we must keep off the base pass in game one. Josh Hatcher is a senior outfielder, he plays center field. He is hitting 386 on the year. 
He leads the team in hits with 103. He leads the team in doubles with 25. He also has some pop. He's got 13 bombs on the year. He is slugging at 648, which leads the team as well. He is tied for the team lead as he is 11 for 14 in the stolen base category. So as you can see, this guy does it all. He is their most complete hitter and just a menace in terms of at the plate, his ability to get on base, his ability to hit gap to gap and with some pop. And then once he gets on bases, he has the ability of run to run being a center fielder. The four-hole hitter is a freshman infielder. He's going to play first base. His name is Donovan Cash. He is hitting 356 on the year. He has 85 hits, 20 doubles, so right behind Hatcher. He has 10 bombs on the year as a freshman, and he is slugging 565, and he has zero stolen bases on the year. So he is their first baseman. There's shortstop, who is a senior infielder as well. He's going to hit probably in the two-hole. His name is Tyler Simon. He is hitting 319 on the year, 79 hits, 12 doubles, 7 home runs, slugging 484, and he is tied with Hatcher as he has a, he is 11 for 14 in the stolen base category as well. And then finally, in the five-hole, you're going to have a graduate kid who's going to play third base. So basically, all their infielders are legit. Uh, his name is Cash Young. He is hitting 296 on the year. He has 72 hits, 14 doubles. He leads the team in home runs with 17, slugging 564, and he does run just a little. He's five or six on the year in terms of stolen bases. So there you have it. Those are the top four hitters um, that I kind of circled when going through their stats. Hatcher, jack of all trades, the absolute man on this team. Then a great freshman in cash, uh, another, another good player in Simon, the shortstop. And then finally, their big power hitter, his first name is Cash, but his last name is Young, as he has 17 home runs on the year. Now, when you go to their pitchers, it's a completely different story, right? So they do have a team ERA of 6.08, but I believe the guy LSU will be facing Friday night is senior left-handed pitcher John Bezdischek. He has started 15 games on the year. He is 5-1. and one. His ERA is at 3.75. He has 74 and a third innings pitched, 57 hits, 38 runs, 31 earned. He does have 31 walks in the 74 and a third innings pitched, and he has 81 strikeouts. His BA against is 210, so not bad. But he is left-handed, and that has kind of been LSU's bugaboo in the year, so we'll have to see. I would assume you know he's going to face the Tigers. He looks to be their ace, and... Uh, I don't see why you wouldn't throw him, especially knowing LSU's uh, propensity to struggle versus lefties if you're the Kennesaw State uh, coaching staff. The other guy, <clears throat> who I think is their number two, he's actually a six-seven senior right-handed pitcher. His name is Jack Myers. He has 15 games started as well, just like Bezdecek. Uh, Myers is five and three on the year. He has a 4.01 ERA, 85 and a third innings pitched, 82 hits, 47 runs, 38 earned. 29 Ks and only 60, excuse me, 29 walks, but he only has 65 strikeouts in the 85 and a third innings pitch, so not a big strikeout pitcher. He has a 244 batting average against. So I think those are their one and twos right there. And then from there, as you can imagine, with the team ERA of 6.08, it really falls off a cliff. The two guys I noted in the bullpen uh, with the most appearances and, and who had the most saves as well, we will go a 6'8 freshman right handed pitcher. His name is Smith Pinson. He is 6-5 and five on the year. He has appeared in 23 games. 
He has a 4.57 ERA. He does have three saves. So in 23 appearances, he has 65 innings pitched, so it will definitely go more than one inning. 60 hits, um, 12 walks, and 80 Ks, which is pretty impressive. So 65 innings pitched, 80 Ks, and he has a 245 batting average against. But uh, the guy who I think is their closer is junior right-handed pitcher Jared Ryan. He's 4-0 on the year with 21 appearances. He does have seven saves. His ERA is 5.31. So in those 21 appearances, 40 and two-thirds innings pitched, 41 hits, 24 strikeouts. Excuse me. I apologize. 24 walks, 34 Ks, 263 BA against. So as you can see, those two guys, obviously they're their closers with three saves and seven saves between Pinson and Ryan respectively. But, I mean, their ERAs are... 4.57 4.57 and 5.31. And I mean, for those guys to have that many saves, and I mean, Pinson is 6 and 5 on the year, and then Ryan is 4 and 0. So either they give up the lead or they take the lead late, or a combination of both. Maybe they come in when it's tied. But from what I could tell, it doesn't seem like Kennesaw State really lets their starters go more than five innings. It seemed like a lot of those guys were, were four innings or five innings at most, and they would piggyback with a two or three, then go to the bullpen. Or they may let Ryan or Pinson go two or two and two-thirds to kind of finish the game up. So they, it's just a bunch of guys with a bunch of high ERAs when you look at their stats, really. So let's get into some of these um, accolades here. So Josh Hatcher, as we mentioned, he's hitting 386, 25 doubles, 11 for 14 on stolen bases. He does have 13 home runs as well. He is first-team A-Sun All-Conference. He was the A-Sun Tournament MVP. He is 28th in the country in batting average, and he's hitting 386 as a reminder, so uber impressive. Get this stat. If this is not a gold-plated money stat, I don't know what is. He hit for the cycle twice in a three-game span. He is the third player in Division I baseball history to do that. Hit for the cycle two times in a three-game span. Earlier this year, he had a 27-game hit streak. He is the Kennesaw State record holder for most doubles in a season as well. And he is also the only Kennesaw State player to hit for the cycle twice in the same season. So he is Mr. Kennesaw State. I'm sure he will go down, possibly even have his number retired. He's got to be one of the best you know, players in that program's history. You know, you're looking at tournament MVP, all-conference all player, you know, in the top 30 in the country in batting average, he is just a dude and somebody that LSU, I know pitching coach Jason Kelly has probably already earmarked this, highlighted, circled, whatever you want. They have got to keep him off the base pass. Some more accolades for this Kennesaw State Owls team. Donovan Cash was the Atlantic Sun freshman of the year. He was also second team all-conference. Tyler Simon, um, he has been there since 2018, so he has been there forever. He was a freshman All-American in 2018, and this year he was second-team All-Conference for the Atlantic Sun as well. And then finally, Cash Young, who leads the team in home runs with 17. So Cash Young is the Kennesaw State single-season record holder for most home runs in a season at 17. So as you can see, look, the book on this team is they can hit, and they have five guys at the top of their lineup that can absolutely swing it. They have a table setter. They have a couple guys that are disruptive on the base path. And they have guys that swing it, and they have some, you know, they have some pop in their lineups. And these guys are experienced. They've been around this program for a long time, and they've had some success. And if you're an LSU fan, 
you know, you, I don't, I just don't think you can brush these guys aside. I think it's one of the weaker three seeds out there. You know, they don't have to play a, a team such as uh, UCLA or Florida State or Arizona or Ole Miss. But I tell you what, if you let Kennesaw State hang around and the game's 2-2 going into the sixth or 2-2 going into the seventh, if you're Jay Johnson in that dugout, I'm going to be a little worried. You know, I think getting into their bullpen's a good thing, and you just got to find out, find a way to outlast uh, John Bezdecek, in my opinion, who will start for the Kennesaw State Owls. So that's going to do it for this episode of the 60 Feet 6 Inches LSU Pod and the breakdown of the three seed in the Hattiesburg Regional, the Kennesaw State Owls. Please make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, like and comment on the videos that I have up there. Also, be sure to check out the Regional Extravaganza Pod, where I'll break down all the teams in one massive podcast. I go over the Get Right, Stay Right list, the three keys to the regional this weekend for LSU, and then finally, I give you my regional prediction. And as always, you can find the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and you can find the videos on the 60 Feet 6 Inches LSU Pod YouTube channel. And be sure to follow, interact with me on Twitter. The account is at 60FT6INLSUPod. Thank you all for the support, and we will see you all after the regional.